Welcome to Eyes on Brand. I'm Philip Giuliano, one of the founding partners of Brand Active. When faced with a brand change due to merger, acquisition, a shift in brand strategy, or any other reason, this is the podcast for you. Each episode will be packed full of fun conversations and actionable ideas from global brand and agency leaders about brand implementation, insights, and innovation. When all eyes are on you, our eyes are on your brand. Let's get into it. Today, I'm joined by Paige Riley and Heather Jones, two practice leaders at Brand Active, to talk about marketing and brand operations and change management, two offerings that have been created through looking at the needs of our client organizations and seeing how we can address them in different ways. So I'll stop there and I'll just say, Paige and Heather, who are you? I'll start with you, Paige. Thanks, Philip. I'm really excited to be part of the brand marketing operations practice at Brand Active because I spent... 20 plus years on the brand agency side and seven years working in marketing operations on the client side. And having been in both worlds, I really see the challenges and then the opportunities to create a better way of working for folks in the marketing functions at different organizations. Awesome. And and Heather, what about you? Yeah. So interestingly, I don't have a deep marketing background. I kind of came into the world at Brand Active through way of doing other consulting and the opportunity struck to bring a lot of years of experience in different industries, different styles of consulting into what we do in helping organizations through rebrand implementations. I thrive in helping individuals and organizations thrive during periods of transformational change. And from what we've seen with organizations when they go through a rebrand, there's so much change that's happening. And for me, that is why I'm really excited about being able to bring this change management practice to life for being for our clients, because the time is right. We've just spent time in Toronto to officially launch both of these practice areas, and both of you have spent quite a bit of time developing them. What is it like building a practice area from... I'm not going to say from scratch because these are these are all activities that we've been doing for our clients for a very long period of time, but formalizing them um, in the way that they're formalized today. What's it like working together and, and individually to create those things? Coming to Brand Active, who has such a rich history in implementation, I've actually found it very easy to bring the conversation around brand marketing operations. What I bring to the table is helping our clients understand where the opportunities lie to create more efficiencies, do things in an easier way, use their resources in a better way, their budgets in a better way, and the quality of work is great. And most important that their employees are happy, right? And that there's a high engagement. And I think that the work that I do really complements the implementation work that Brand Active has done for 25 plus years. And the way I look at it is if the marketing teams don't have a solid infrastructure in place, it's all well and good to roll out and implement a new brand, but you need to have that infrastructure to sustain it. Making recommendations and sharing opportunities with our clients is great, 
But if we don't have the change management piece, which really connects the people, I don't think a lot of the recommendations that I would offer to a client would come to life in the most valuable way. I love the plug page. (laughs) Thank you for that. (laughs) We didn't plan that, by the way. I think, you know, it's interesting to build on what you highlighted. What's been fun for Paige and I both is the exploration of starting a new offering for our clients at the same time. While they are distinct offerings, they complement each other really, really well. And I think that's what is starting to get exciting is an offering like brand marketing operations, BMO, or change management. These are extensions of things that we've been hearing from our clients for 25 plus years and then building on Paige's unique experiences as well as mine and then talking with our peers and colleagues. The timing was really right to continue to add into our suite of services areas of how we can help our clients in, in a very impactful way. Can you define these areas for the listener around what it is we're talking about? There's a very nice compliment with what Paige and I do from integrating BMO, how do you make it come to life? And oftentimes change management becomes the catalyst on how to do that. As more of a standalone point of view or an offering, the things that we've observed in the challenges that our clients face when doing a rebrand can start from day one when they decide what's the impetus for why we're actually going through a rebrand. It can be from visual identity change to merger and acquisition and realistically getting a good lay of the land about how our folks are feeling about the change, what's actually going to impact their day to day and how we can support them, like really bringing them along that change journey So that once they actually start seeing logos change and color palette swapping out or recognizing that they're actually merging into one united brand, a lot of those things have very real and deep impacts on how somebody views their job, their commitment to being a brand ambassador and walking the talk. And the change management offering is really getting crisp and into details with our clients on solving for some of their biggest problems. Like how do I get somebody to be as excited about their new brand tomorrow as they are connected, you know, from a head and a heart standpoint to the brand they're living and breathing right now. Brand marketing operations connects strategy to action. It's the infrastructure and the strategic management of all of the activities that go on in a marketing department. So the marketing ops is really the bedrock that allows the marketing teams to do what they do, which is servicing all you know the other parts of the business. And like I said, it really is connecting the strategy to action. And I think if you don't have the right infrastructure in place, it just makes everything so much harder to achieve. And so ultimately, I see the brand marketing operations function allows the marketing team to do what they do really well. And just listening, it's all of the nuts and bolts of making things standardized, efficient, repeatable, produce quality outcomes, that kind of stuff. And scalable. It's one thing to define what the offerings are, but obviously, I mean, certain challenges that people have had really drove the need for this, particularly at this point in time, right, where we've just come out of a pandemic, we've come out of a bit of an economic downturn, and there's still economic uncertainty. So clients are under different pressures. So what's driving the need for this today? I think everything you just mentioned, but I also think we're seeing more and more marketing departments are being measured. They have some pretty strict KPIs, which I think, you know, years ago they weren't measured in the same way. The brand marketing ops is allowing our clients to 
not only become more efficient, but it helps our clients align what they're doing in marketing with the business strategy so that they can be more focused. And I think we are also seeing in the market a lot of consolidation (laughs) happening and marketing departments are moving from a decentralized way of working to a more centralized way of working. And with that shift, we need to look at, are there any redundancies in processes and in resources? Uh, What are the tools and technologies that our clients are using to be most effective? And the movement to being a more centralized function, marketing departments actually have an opportunity to look at how they're doing things and to reduce And now we're trying to get our clients to stop and think about what do you have to do to create the most impact and what are the priorities, most importantly, that are aligned with your business strategy? Uh Yeah, I mean, I would even almost say they have a responsibility at this time to to Mm -hmm. look at that, not even just an opportunity. Yeah, it's interesting that there's some of the similar themes that show up from what we've heard is the impetus for why change management and why now. There's a lot of dollars that go into a rebrand. And boards and CFOs and COOs are saying, what's the return on investment and how quickly can you mobilize your brand? And recognizing, you know, as I shared previously, people are at the end of whether or not a rebrand is bought into very quickly. We were chatting with a client who said, it's not sticking. Something's not sticking. Can you help us? And part of the root of it was they did all the right things. And I think that's one of the things I I really want to reinforce. If you need change management, you haven't failed. What it often can lend itself into is that you might just need a little bit more hands on deck with an objective perspective to steward people through the experience. Because there might be things that marketers aren't looking at because they're really focused on doing all of the right things with the visual identity and the signage and all of the things that go into a rebrand. And there might be an audience segment that's like, I'm really attached to this previous brand, I'm worried about my job. I don't know what this means to me in the longer term. And a change management program really gets into the specifics of it. There is something that's missing that an organization might have not seen for lots of different reasons. We can help them, you know, keep everybody moving forward. And in a lot of cases, other things we've seen as well too are lack of leadership alignment is that you have a suite of very talented people around a boardroom table and they're all not on the same page with how a brand should be represented, which means that that can also infiltrate into an organization about how that brand is perceived. And so some of what change management can do can either, again, tap into maybe what are we not hearing or seeing? There could be something really tactical that's in front or long-term vision-wise. And the activities we do around change are intended to help resolve some of those for our clients. I really appreciate one of the things that you said there around just because something's not sticking doesn't mean you didn't do the right things. I think particularly as clients are dealing with so many things today and they've got so much on their plate, they are doing a lot of the right things. They just may not have the time, energy, focus, or even just the experience to leverage things properly, which kind of brings us to the what, what does stop? clients from actually doing these things. I know, you know, Paige, in in your area, there's Mm -hmm. such a significant ROI model in so many cases where clients can legitimately save significant amounts of money and reallocate that towards marketing activities or save time in order to reallocate resources, as you mentioned, towards things that actually drive business results. What does get in the way of clients actually really capitalizing on those opportunities? 
I think when you're in the thick of it, you don't see the opportunities. We may not be happy with quality of work or the team integration, but clients don't know how to stop and then assess what's going on and then how to fix it. And if they do, they're so busy, to your point, they, they don't have time to do it. So when, when, we, when I'm talking to clients, I find often that it, it feels very much like a therapy session <laughs> because they have an opportunity to talk to us who are experts in what we do and share what's going on in their world. And we get the great job of being able to tell them, like, it's okay, we can fix all of this. But I would also say, I think budgets are also like a big issue. And what I would say to a client with a budget challenge is investing in looking at your marketing infrastructure and looking at how to appropriately address the change will yield so much in return for you. What most of our clients don't understand is that there are real ways of measuring the results of improved marketing operations by looking at cost savings, reduction in in staff or agency partners, quality of work going up, employee engagement going up. And with that cost savings, you can then redeploy the budget in other areas that, that are, are likely more of a priority for the business. One of the things I've often asked clients I've worked with is what's the cost if you don't do this? When you think about being able to move an organization through and sort of keep productivity during a high period of change, which can often lend itself to folks maybe slowing down or not being as productive as they're processing what's happening to them. That's certainly one piece of it. I've also seen and heard things where folks believe they actually are doing it. And so there's a nuance between marketers really understand humans and how they experience something. And it's often tied into communications communications and great comms folks do their jobs really well, but they're not change people. Sometimes they are. And the change management side of things is also looking at an individual psychology, organizational psychology, and helping them actually, you know, solve some specific issues. When I'm building on what Paige is talking about, yes, definitely budget. Organizations assuming they have somebody in-house to help them. And I think ultimately, a lot of companies are becoming more familiar with change management and they have in-house change management offerings, that doesn't have to be a barrier either. At times, what I found great is when we were actually able to partner with our clients, leveraging a bit of an an objective party, like what we can bring to the table with their in-house change resources, you end up having some pretty good superpowers on how you can support a company while they're navigating an implementation of of a new brand. After 25 years of doing, as you said, some of this stuff already for our clients, but truly focusing mostly on the large event-driven implementation aspects of things, why are these two offerings specifically such important things for the market for the offering that Brand Active presents to the market for the next 25 years, in addition to the core of implementation? All industries have a point where they need to get disrupted a little bit. And I think now is the time. We have spent 25 years doing really great work and having a lot of fun doing it, both in how our teams show up and the clients that we work with. And when I think about elevating and going to that next level, this is just part of the evolution of where we are with Brand Active, where we're thinking about how else can we be in service? How else can we support our clients? And now I get really curious about, What else is out there that we can support 
in addition to what we do with brand marketing operations and change management that isn't just a flash in the pan and a point in time for the next couple of years, that it's got legs and it will stay with us and our clients for a long time. And then to see what we can do in the next 25 years. I would also add that the role of the of the CMO and the role of their marketing team is constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. And what the CMO is responsible for today is very different than what they were responsible, say, five years ago or 10 years ago. CMOs and their teams are not just looking at advertising and and brand right now. They're looking at advertising, brand, PR, digital channels, customer experience, data and analytics, operations, technology. There's so much in the mind of a marketer today that wasn't there before. So I think what we bring to the table is just being a really valued and trusted partner to these CMOs and their teams who have more on their plate, some probably unfamiliar territory. And then we as experts who have this 25 years of rich experience and, and folks like Heather and myself who have come in to start these practices, like we can really partner with our clients in a different way that we haven't before. I love where you're going with that page. And I think there's also a piece of it around the strategic connection that CMOs and marketing teams have where CFOs and COOs are really looking at the direction that can come from a marketing department and going, and what else? And where else can we take our, our business in an organization? And I'm loving having conversations with my clients where they are pulled into the different types of conversations about the direction of an organization, and we can help them get there. And I love that what we can also do doesn't just have to stop with a marketing function. These are conversations we can have with a COO and a CEO around what we can do to support where their organization wants to go. Yeah. Head of integration, as we have with so many other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Heather, I love that you dropped a cultural nugget in there um, <laughs> with the team of great people doing great work and having a great time doing it. You're welcome. No, it's great. I mean, for those that don't know, that is our core value here at Brand Active internally. I think one of our other core values that you both have hit on is that we will always stay in our lane of what we do really well. And you know, we're never going to be a brand strategy and creative firm. But what's so exciting about both of these niches is it shows that there's there's still these really valuable niches that people are not addressing with clients going through big change. And even just clients that aren't going through big change, but just need to be doing the things that they're doing every day better. One of the things that I'll close out on here is just really asking you, is there, is there any sort of nugget that you would love to throw out there about each of your areas that you think people should know? I would add that it's probably more important for an organization to be thinking about their marketing ops before a rebrand or before a merger or acquisition to make sure that you really have in place what it's going to take to sustain the strategy that you're putting in place and that you're implementing. And of course, looking at your marketing ops during a rebrand or during a merger and acquisition is great too. And after a rebrand or a merger and acquisition or a major event, you can always look at your operations. The brand and marketing operations area represents such a unique thing at this particular point in time in the market. Coming out of a downturn, you get yourself organized, you clean up your house for a lack of a better term, and that frees you up to move into the next thing. When I think about some of the hallmarks of change for our clients, it's never too early to get started with change management 
when you're down the journey. And there's no initiative that is too small where change management can help you. So it doesn't have to be a big, massive merger and acquisition. It can be a visual identity change or something what is perceived as small. So I don't need it because it's not really a big change. There's usually something connected to individuals. And that ties in for me around don't underestimate the power of the people within an organization to get behind you. Social media is so viral and what somebody might say about your brand online. And so making sure that they're with you along the way is, is part of where change management plays a great role. And then I think the other side of it too, is we have the pleasure of working with so many agency partners. And it's a great way when we think about bringing a brand to life and working with our agency partners and cohort with their areas of specialty and expertise. This is just adding into our suite of what we bring to the table. I would also add that when a marketing team is thinking about planning for the following year, when they're looking at their budgets for the following year is the perfect time to be also thinking about the brand marketing ops. What do they have in place? What do they need in place to be able to meet the expectations and the plan for 2024 and the following year? So it's never it's never too early. And in fact, it's a great time to be thinking about your operations when you're doing your planning for the next year. I think during budget planning, you're also going through a prioritization exercise, right? So when you're thinking about what are your priorities for the following year, and you're thinking about aligning that to your budget, you need to make sure that you're using your dollars in the most impactful way. You want to make sure that you are creating a plan, a very specific plan for your marketing teams, because then they have a good sense of what they're targeting and what activities and campaigns they'll need to do the following year. And that's how you'll work your way into a budget. Yeah, I I love that we have the ability to use data-driven decisions, like what you can get from BMO with having prioritization. I mean, that certainly cuts through a lot of the stuff that we need to get through to get budgets approved. So totally agree with you, Paige. (laughs) Thank you again, Paige and Heather. This has been a really interesting conversation. Thank you also for the work that you do every day with our clients and in creating these two offerings. I'm really excited about what the future holds for both of you and obviously for our clients and for the organization overall. Thanks for having us, Philip. This was great. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe to Eyes on Brand wherever you listen to podcasts to catch exciting future conversations with global brand and agency leaders about brand implementation, insights, and innovation. Check out the show notes for links to more insightful resources on our website. And if you have any thoughts or questions, always feel free to reach out to me, Philip Giuliano, or our head of business development, Nancy Adzentovich, via our email links in the show notes. Thanks again for joining us. And until next time, do great things.